let's understand the Spirit of God is moving in our midst. As the Spirit of God moves in our midst, the kingdom of darkness wants to resist at every point they can. Through conversations, through relationships, it doesn't matter. The enemy does not want to give up dominion over what he has uh, taken. And we must take it by force. The Bible says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. How are we to do this? How are we to exercise authority, walk in that power, walk in that dominion, ruling as kings and priests in the eyes of God in humility? How are we to exercise our faith in the split second when the enemy arrives? How are we to defend and maintain our mental and spiritual and emotional purity while in the midst of defilement, chaos, and deception? The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In the, in, the, in the children of Israel, in the book of Exodus, there was a fire by day and a cloud by night. A cloud by day and a fire by night that went with them. The angel of the Lord was with them. As long as we heed and obey, the word will show us where we are. The word will show us where we're going. The Holy Spirit is faithful enough not to let us walk blindly into the battlefield unprepared, unknowing, and undiscerning. And if we are slightly caught off guard, the, 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 the Bible says when the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit will lift the standard against him. Right then will your defense be, but we must remain he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. We must find out where that secret place is. We can't compare our life, our ministry, and our works to other people. We have to be first hungry to find the secret place because in that there is safety. The secret place is the place where God protects. It's the place where God defends. It's the place where God strengthens. It's the place where God nourishes. It's the place where God sends you forth with the command and the authority to do the work that he has called you to do. Everything else is vain work. Everything else is beating the air. Everything else is swinging a miss. Everything else is, 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 is operating outside of the course and the nature and the true purpose that God has. The kingdom of God suffers violence. Violent for those who need to violently seek him to find the secret place. Violent for those who need to violently pray against the works of the enemy. Violent against the, those who need to violently subdue their flesh so that they can live in the mental purity and clarity so they can exact judgment with their path and their walk and the way that they're going. Heaven 
is for those who overcome. Overcome what? Whatever it takes. Overcome your flesh, overcome your situation, overcome your weakness, overcome your fears, overcome your shortcomings, overcome your past, overcome what your parents said about you, overcome something. But first, find the secret place. Therein there is safety. Therein there is protection, the secret place of the Most High God. What do we spend our 24 hours doing? Time is a currency. What are we spending it on? When we search for spiritual things, we will reap spiritual things. But if we sow to the flesh, we'll reap corruption. If you think in your life and you look around and you see nothing but destruction and corruption, it's because you're so into the flesh. It's that simple. If you look around and you're not making it or fulfilling the purposes and promises of God, it's because you're not slowing in the spirit. If you look around and you don't see the mercies of God upon your life, it's because you're not sowing in righteousness. Because the Bible says to sow in righteousness and you will reap in mercy. They've got to be a sowing. There's got to be a sowing. And if you're in a season where you got to reap the bad because you're reaping the bad, continue to sow. Cast your bread upon the water for it shall come back to you for those who do not uh, faint not. For it will return in due season. The devil wants you to gas out. The devil wants you to feel that your efforts are useless. The devil wants you to feel like you're wasting your energy and your time because you didn't see anything. You planted three oak trees and it's only been three weeks. You haven't seen no plants crop up, but you see the guy over there who planted the, 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 the wheat harvest, his grain is starting to sprout. Now you're frustrated because your seeds haven't sprouted. I'm out here every day watering. I'm out here every day tending. I'm out here every day taking care of, but it's like I'm just taking care of wet grass. I got me in front of me a puddle of mud. I got me a patch of something. Now the enemy's in telling you God is unrighteous. God is unfair. Look at what he made you do. Look at the work he put you over. You're over here in this area where it's dry. There's no action. Nothing's going on. People over there, they're harvesting wheat. They're harvesting grain. They're harvesting corn. They're watching sprouts come up. They see this happening. This over here is going on. They're reaping and planting and reseeding and reaping. And you sat there for, for two years. You you haven't seen nothing happen. The trees have to take root first. Be diligent in what you do. Consistent in what seems to be mundane. Your prayer, worship, and reading of the word. Continue in it because we don't know what God is sprouting up. We don't know if it's going to be an instantaneous growth or not. It's up to God to decide when and how the growth will take place. If he wants it to grow in a natural pace, in natural speed, so that you can control your haste, so that you can control your zeal, so that you can trust in the process, then that's what he chooses. We are under, we are in the shadow of the Almighty. If he wants to be instantaneous because he wants to reward your faithfulness because he sees that, you know, this is something that, that, that he wants to bless you with, he will do it because power belongs to him. 
We are not in control of the timeline. It's strange and it's sad that society has built us to think that we're in control of God's timeline, that we put God on the time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to pray for this. And this is how long I'm going to wait for you. God is not, he doesn't, he doesn't even live in the construct of time. What makes us think that we can put pin times to put labels on him and give him time? I'm going to give you 35 days to handle this, man. We can't do that to God. And that comes from us looking for the secret place. Evaluate. Take a step back. Life can sometimes mess us up and seem distracting, destructive, depressing, and discouraging. Look at what's going on. What are we sowing? What are we throwing out? Spending most of our time on Facebook, spending most of our time on Instagram. We need to be seeking the Lord, spending our time with friends when we're supposed to be in our closet, spending our time with our families when we're supposed to be in the Word, spending our extra time at work when we're supposed to be seeking the Lord. The blessings of God come from God. He is not slack concerning His promise as some certain slackness, but he's faithful. He is a good God. He is righteous in all his ways. That's why the Bible says, remove from me the way of lying, for your ways are true. Your judgments are true. He is a righteous God. Blessed is the man who is undefiled, who walks in his way. Blessed are those who seek his statutes and seek him with all their heart. The Bible says we will find him if we seek him with all of our heart. He's waiting. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for me. He's waiting for us. And he puts us in situations where we are confronted with that part of our heart that we have yet to let go. You've held on to it long enough. You've held on to it long enough. You've hidden this part of you long enough. You've built the wall around it long enough. You've, 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 you've decorated it and made it look like it was something that belonged in the house. God knows what belongs in the house. He's built us. He created us and he knows what belongs in the house. He knows. And all that stuff that we got hanging, dangling, hidden and trying to build around it. He knows there's a wall behind that wall. He knows there's a room underneath this basement. He knows there's a secret closet where you go. Let's go ahead and open it up. And if you're unwilling to open it up, life will squeeze you until you have no choice but to open it up. Let us not run from the Lord because there's nothing to run to. These temporary things that we run, they're only taking away. But let's run to him. Fall at the feet of the master and cry out, I am this way. I have hidden areas. I have built, decorated, and hidden things in my heart. And some I don't even know or remember how to get to. He is the author of our creation. He has the blueprint for righteous humanity. He knows the pathway to truth and heaven. He is the way to God. He knows there's no need to pretend. There's no need to be false. There's no need to be fake. There's no need to add on. There's no need for extra spice or seasoning. Just follow it his way and he'll fix what's messed up. You don't like it, put it before him and stay there and keep it before him until he decides to fix it. 
and it'll be fixed. A lot of us DIYers think we can put stuff together and we can make things look great and we can create and invent things and if I put this over here and use this piece over there that came from over here, I can make it work. That might work in the natural, but in the spirit, that's not it. If it's not Jesus saying take from here and put from there, what you're making is defiling what you're doing and it's going to weaken your process and make it take longer. Be encouraged. The days may be short and evil, but God is still on the throne. With every breath we take, we must seek the Lord and cry out and scream out and, and honor his name among men. Who cares what they think? Who cares what it sounds like? Who cares how it come out? Oh man, that's corny. Sure it is to you. Let it be corny. But I'm taking Jesus over, over your friendship, whatever, your adoration, your acceptance. I'd rather be accepted by the master than these people around us who can't even take care of their life, let alone help me with mine, who have no power over the enemy who's controlling their life, let alone, you know, take the next step forward in faith and crush your uh, 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 ideology of what God isn't doing. God is good and righteous all the time. And we serve him and we shall serve him forever. Don't let sin, don't let the enemy, don't let society, don't let yourself, don't trust your own heart. Get in that and find that secret place. Where do I start? Cry out to God. I want to find the secret place and seek him for the secret place. He'll find, he'll, 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 he will lead you to the secret place. It was made for you. But we have to be willing to let things go to find it. Be encouraged.